So hi, welcome to the Good Nights Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm Brett. I'm Jack. Cole. And I'm Ian. And we're 40 feet tall. And we're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? Uh, we Jack and I started the band a long time ago in high school. Um, we kind of were putting on this like... Because it was a bit of a talent show to like raise money for the rainforest, and we needed a band, and we were like, "Let's let's, let's be the be band." The band. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Impetus to make us get organized. Yeah. And practicing. We kind of lit a fire under our butts. So yeah. And then, uh, what was the second part of that question? Uh, what it means, the band name. Ah, uh, it's from a. Uh, there's a um a dead weather song 60 feet tall mm-hmm. that sounded super cool okay. <laughs> okay. It, all right. the rest is history all right cool uh so congratulations on your newest release a good distraction how do you feel about the response to it so far feels great yeah, yeah. Really yeah. super yeah. nice to have it out in the world just grand mm-hmm. reviews <laughs> like this one that's pretty sick oh yeah it's awesome yeah uh, so this is your first album in seven years. What happened? Why is there such a big gap there? <laughs> the first one was like us putting it out in, well, I guess it was like right after, we put it out right after. Basically, we, we all college. went to college. So yeah. we were in the band in high school. We did a lot of gigging and then we recorded the first album right at the be- end of high school, beginning of college, and then we all went to college in different states. Mm-hmm. And then we like tried to do stuff over the summer, but we were not able to record or like, you know, be as into it as we are now or were in high school. Mm-hmm. So kind of the gap. Also, we had this album recorded in like 2018, a good distraction. And then we were working on getting it mixed and mastered and all that, which took time. And then we were trying to get it out and we were like trying to figure out options and then the pandemic hit and we were kind of like, Oh no. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, we got on magnetic moon records and they helped us release it. So it's kind of a series of different events. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're back, baby. Hell Welcome yeah. back. <laughs> so what, what are your feelings kind of going into it, releasing it kind of at least hopefully at the tail end of this pandemic, who the hell knows, oh, but with, God. so yeah so what, what what are your feelings with that like how did you guys go about that i mean it feel i just think we feel pretty damn lucky to be able to be doing anything with music right now i mean it's been an absolute grind and kind of taking away one of the things that gives us the most joy which is just playing live you know it's just kind of promotion and promotion and and like social media and social media over. stuff and that's you know not the most fun, um, but <laughs> not as fun as shows. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't. I mean, we feel lucky that we 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 were sitting on something that we'd already recorded, so we didn't have to really go through the the nightmare of trying to figure that out in a pandemic. But we uh, we were able to like do some music videos, and everyone we worked with was super great. Shout out to Made Up Creative and Hayden Sierry. They were all made it as smooth as possible with the circumstances. So, Solid. So what would you say is like different from your last album rollout, which was, as we mentioned, like seven years ago, uh, opposed to now? I mean, every, I feel like <laughs> yeah. everything's different. 
besides the band name, um, we've gone through a couple different band member lineups. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of different. And I think we kind of grew, you know, uh, yeah. I definitely do different things now than I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So Influences changed a lot and we're kind of going more in a different direction instead of like the blues rock of our first album. We're trying to go more into like, got genres are so hard i don't know yeah. i would say uh, post alternative uh, punk indie rock <laughs> <laughs> just an amalgamation of everything yeah <laughs> like solid yeah yeah solid all right that's fair uh so what made you choose on off as your lead single for this album I think it was kind of because we. I had a cool idea for a music video, and it just worked well, and that song mm-hmm. just fit super perfect with it. So it just kind of like just because of that, because yeah. it made a cool that music. Was, that yeah, was it. That was, yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't like encompass the whole album or anything like that. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, uh, it just it was just the music video we made and like liked it a lot, and then ran with it. All right, that's fair. Solid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, is there any meaning behind the album name or the cover art? Um, the album name is kind of it's from a lyric. A good distraction yeah. is a lyric in um by design. By design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Don't remember. or another song. <laughs> <laughs> One of the songs on the album. One of the songs. Yeah. It's uh, it's by design, Quintessa. Which is like one of our. It's Quintessa. It's, it's from Quintessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Which is the ending song on the yeah, album. Yeah, the last song. It's it's kind of I don't know. We we were trying to, the album is kind of about someone or people or us fixating on a problem or a situation that is seemingly um, just really not that big a deal, pretty inconsequential as kind of the world burns around them. And though we kind of like made these songs before the pandemic, it was during the Trump presidency. And there was obviously, I mean, there's always bullshit going on, but it was, <laughs> it seemed to translate well into kind of that like ethos being just like someone trying to distract themselves with a small mm-hmm. little problem so that they don't necessarily have to deal with like the uh, existential crisis that's yeah. happening around them. <laughs> I think if anything, what what the songs are written about pre-pandemic, it's all just become more extreme during the pandemic. So yeah. maybe they relate even better now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cover art. The cover art is actually random. Uh, it, it was my. You just found a cool partner, artist. Yeah. yeah, my partner. All right. It's a friend of my partner's, and. They're, we just really like their art, and uh, we hit them up, and they were like, "Yeah, we love doing album art, yeah. and we liked their style." And picking art is like one of the hardest things for us as a band. So the fact that we were all into this one artist and mm-hmm. it's kind of it was a like, miracle. "Oh my god, yes, we're doing it!" <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Lunitas, L-U-N-I-T-A-S. Check them out on Instagram. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. pretty rad. Solid. All right. Uh, so what was your writing process like for this album? As you mentioned before, it's kind of a step away from your last album. So can you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, I think, well, I'm, so the the band, I'm the, I was not in the band with the last album. I'm a mm-hmm. new member. Ian's a new member. 
Um, so we're, we're, yeah, we're yeah, pre, yeah, pre last album. Yeah. And so we, we had to like learn how to, Jack and I have been in music, played music for a long time together. Jack and Cole played music a long time together. And then all of us trying to just play together and meshed and like, I'm the glue. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> uh, I think this album we wrote really collaboratively, which was, uh, we always like try to do that, but I think we all kind of have different musical styles and then this one we kind of brought in all of like the things we were interested in and like somebody would bring in like one piece and then we'd all kind of jam on it and then it would kind of meld into the song and then and then we'd hash out all of the details later uh yeah. which is kind of like how we've been writing since this iteration of the band and uh yeah i think it creates really cool music and kind of makes different sounding stuff where you wouldn't if it was just like me writing a song or cole writing a song or brett writing a song or ian writing a song because we all throw in something different <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, annoy each other by being like oh no i don't like that let's do it differently <laughs> yeah definitely keep stuff interesting yeah <laughs> Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about where your headspace is at while you guys were writing this album? I know it was forever ago. I think I was in a different band, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were our heads at when we were writing? I, I mean, Brett and I just moved to Portland. Yeah, so we were, we were kind of like, oh, new place. Like, I don't know. I, I think it was just like getting to, like, for, for at least for me, like, Jack and I were in a band in San Francisco together before we moved up to portland and that band was more kind of like indie group like groovy and then this was going to be like more rock so it was fun to write like bigger riffs and heavier riffs in my opinion in my mind and so just trying to write new like grittier dirtier bass lines is where i was coming from i mean i was just adding the distortion back (laughs) i had like a hiatus doing indie indie pop in san francisco and then uh we came back and then it was kind of cool to like go back into like what i had done with cole before in la and also us both being like a lot older and i think have i don't want to say better but more refined taste Mm -hmm. in what we're trying to write and do um yeah i think it was honestly just an experiment of like can we do this band again and play music that we all like and is it gonna work mm-hmm. and uh i think it did i think we've we've gotten lucky with every new member iteration you know with brett coming up to visit and just kind of being like let's see if this works it was like <laughs> an immediate click and with him coming in like we we played a show with with uh, one of his old bands pulp romance and brett even said like after the show or something like Ian came up to us and was like man great playing with you guys like blah 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 and and brett told us like he had he was like we're gonna play music with him at some point i have that feeling oh kind of cool so it's meant to be serendipitous (laughs) very cute very cute (laughs) Uh, so while listening through the record what band artist influences pop out the most to you guys if any Um, I would say UMO is always a big influence. Um, Arcade Courts was a huge influence. Um, for me, like vocals and like lyrics, Elvis Costello for sure. And Parker, mm-hmm. it's like older Elvis Costello. 
Um, I think there were elements like Queens of the Stone Age, yeah. uh, Strokes, Stone and Strokes. Um, Arctic Monkeys a little bit for sure. Like early, earlier Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. Uh, B Boys maybe a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, Viagra Boys. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of yeah, a lot of a lot for sure. And it's like we we each have different things that I feel like when we're playing our instrument, we each have a different band that we're kind of I don't know, at least in my head that we're like channeling. So then it smushes all that into like one new thing Mm -hmm. is the hope. Definitely, yeah. Uh, So this question should be super super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words: no more, no less. All four of you have to do it. Oh, oh boy, that's rough. <laughs> I call going third. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. I'll go for it. heavy, intricate, fun. All right. That's a good one. Lovable, nice, great. Okay. <laughs> Take that. Take that. Ah, uh, yeah, veto. Too late. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say uh, uh, energetic, uh, gritty, and um, powerful. Uh, I don't know. What you got? Abysmal, dark, <laughs> duvet. <laughs> Ian, I don't know if you're really selling over there with the with abysmal. Yeah. But yeah. I kind of want to call mulligans on Cole and Ian's answers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You should call their abysmal. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to get lost in because it's so good. Oh, okay. Okay. That's right. better. <laughs> you said only three words. Like, yeah. I had to yeah. Up I in the corner. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> Uh, so, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want your listeners to have while going through this album? Um, I don't know. I think I think we we try and walk a line of like allowing <clears throat> a space and like giving people kind of putting people in like this, a, a space where they can really like let loose and I don't know get out the willies and and kind of just like de stress <laughs> while also hopefully challenging people and making them think and kind of realize some some hard truths about how fucked up the society is or whatever as maybe cliche as that sounds but kind of uh attempting to walk that line of like here you go let loose let's 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 have a good time but also let's keep it real and 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 be aware of everything that's going on in the world Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All uh, right. So, where do you guys see the band in the next five years? And are you guys working on anything new that you might be able to spill the beans on? Oof. Ooh. Yeah. yeah we're, uh, we're actually trying to record demos for a new album right now, like yeah. in yeah. our basement after this uh, after this interview. Actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, we actually have a lot of new stuff. We basically have a whole uh, set another. Uh, we've written a whole other album over the pandemic and a little bit before so we're we're getting cracking on it we want to we want to or yeah we want to get these demos out and then hit the studio as soon as possible we're also Uh, hoping to tour as soon as that is relatively possible again Mm -hmm. that's kind of out of our control 
Yeah. Uh, the goal is to definitely start playing shows and get on the road and do that really fun aspect of being a musician uh, on top of getting out a new album, which would be really cool too. We're going to try and make some singles pretty soon. So All right. I'm keeping it vague because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fair. So it won't take another seven years to see this next no, album. No, no, no. Okay, good. good. All so right. Less than a year. Less than a year. Okay, I can work with that. Yeah. I can work with that. That's good. All right. Uh, so for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Totally fine. Sick. So we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with the drink? Ooh. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, it's a very deep question, I know. I would absolutely want nothing more than a cup of black coffee mm-hmm. and three pieces of bacon burnt to a crisp. Oh. So I could experience that sensory just explosion. Of just, yeah. This tastes like absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm about to die anyway, and yeah. I would want the meal to be worse than actually. You have to answer. I feel like that summed it up. That's really. Did I mention I'm emo? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I would definitely be a burrito. And I would be a, I, I would be a burrito. And, uh, <laughs> no, does it have to be a singular drink? It does, yeah. huh? Damn. I, mean, I was thinking, of, I was thinking of a boiler maker, you know, and have a shot and a beer. All right. That's passive. Shot of yeah, whiskey. That's uh, a beer that honestly can be dealer's choice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're not even gonna choose. A lager. There we go. Uh, and then yeah basically a, a vegetarian burrito with all of the stuff oh god i went through what like, you're allergic to it's, yeah. it's the last uh i'll stand on my principles and not eat meat though. yeah <laughs> okay that's fair uh a nice fresh fresh glass of orange juice and uh, an incredible slice <laughs> of just cheese pizza with fresh basil straight out of naples damn that's good all right that's good you could tell who's the healthiest out of all of them. <laughs> i don't think it's been healthy no, yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna go with a healthy thing i would get fried mm-hmm. chicken, like chicken and waffles i think and then so uh, chicken and waffles and then um uh, fucking Dr. Pepper. Who gives a shit anymore? All right. <laughs> Good choice. Good um, choice. So, if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? I would live on Ooh, Adventure Time for the win. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, Harry Potter. Yep. What house are you? Gryffindor. <gasps> yeah. We did. Yeah. We've on tour. We've done our uh, Pottermore quizzes, so we all know which house we belong in. <laughs> Wait, so what? What's everybody's house? Uh, Ian and Ian and Cole were both Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I was a Ravenclaw and Jack was our Hufflepuff. <laughs> so true. Let's go Hufflepuff. Yeah. I've taken it like three times. Trying he to hated it. It was like Hufflepuff. Wait. Food. No, you gotta have pride in being a Hufflepuff, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's Come a good I thought I was gonna get Slytherin. I was like ready for that, and then I got yeah. Hufflepuff. And, uh, His identity has been so, yeah, I'm yeah. having an existential crisis small, about small. that. <laughs> Maybe you could take it one more time and get Slytherin. Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Every, every four months, I try it again. Every <laughs> snake he sees, he's always trying to. Talk I have so many accounts. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I can imagine. Uh, a world. Uh, Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman. Ooh, shit, that's sick. Um, <laughs> there's so many. I'm such a nerd, and there are so many worlds I would want to be in. He wants to be Spider-Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, I would be Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get to be Spider-Man. You have to be in his world. There's oh, I just get to watch him swing around? Oh, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool, too. I mean, yeah. then maybe also, then maybe also like a Jedi would be pretty sick. And stuff. Jedi would be pretty sick. Yeah. Or next best thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, or Avatar, like a last airbender. Don't I don't know. Oh. Let's move on. Sorry, guys. Wait, no, no. What, what, um, what element would you, would you want to have? Can I just be the avatar? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? We'll let it slide. <laughs> I, think like, I feel like a water is pretty Water? Sweet. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I think is 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 the avatar the only one who can do air? Or is there there's airbender? Yeah, airbender. But he's the best one. True. That's what Have you not seen the sequels? Uh no. no. There's lots more airbender. Okay, let's go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> So I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? I, I like red. Red? Yeah. So true. That's oh, my second favorite orange. color. Like ready orange. Ooh, okay. A good sunset orangey red. Man. Mm-hmm. It's been changing, but I'm going to go with uh, maroon. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I would say like uh, steel blue, gray blue, blue steel. That's a good I one. Blue steel. I'm a I'm a mauve kind of guy. You know that like sort of just like dull violet red. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> um. So as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Oh, yeah. I don't. Um, yeah, we're gonna be playing our first show of indoors in you know a year and a half on July second um, in Portland, Oregon. Uh, at, it's a newer venue, Stage Seven Twenty Two. Seven Twenty Two. Stage Seven Twenty Two. Yeah, and it's uh, we're so excited to play in front of people again. Um, playing with Novocaine, playing with Less Gold. Yeah. Oh, we are. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's not learning this. Yes, out, yeah, go follow. Videos. Yeah, go look at our, follow look at our, our YouTube. YouTube. Subscribe to that. We're gonna be doing some. Uh, Ian and I are gonna be doing some live video game streaming. Because um, that's what a musician. Because that's now. what uh, <laughs> is more fun to video, stream video games and stream music from a basement live. Uh, <laughs> what play. video games though? We're thinking of doing Terror Tuesdays and going through some. Uh, Ian and I playing Resident Evils. So, Ooh. Because the eighth, the eighth one just came out, so we're just gonna get on the train. That's all. Right. Sounds Look, good. Um. 
<laughs> well, thank you for seeing yeah. this guy is the spin 40 feet tall and we're the good noise podcast.